0: This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Momentum is clearly building towards Tesla's charging system becoming the standard in North America. After yesterday's show, Rivian announced it's joining Ford and GM in adopting Tesla's North American Charging Standard, or NACS. Next year, its customers will have access to 12,000 superchargers in the U.S. and Canada, And starting in 2025, Rivian will equip the charging port as standard in its vehicles. However, it's still unclear if these vehicles will have both the NACS and CCS. But that wasn't the only victory for NACS. Texas announced it's going to mandate that EV charging companies in the state must include both Tesla's charger and the CCS or combined charging system at their locations if they want to receive EV charger funds. And this isn't too surprising, since Texas is the home of Tesla's headquarters and one of its gigafactories. There's also been a flurry of other charging providers saying they'll be adding NACS, and Hyundai says it's considering it too. So it just seems like a matter of time before Tesla's NACS becomes the standard in North America. To help boost sales, China is extending a tax exemption for the purchase of a New Energy Vehicle, or NEV, which includes BEVs, plug-in hybrids, and fuel cell vehicles. The $72 billion package is over a four-year period and the largest ever for the auto industry. In 2024 and 2025, NEV purchases will be exempt from a tax that can be as much as about $4,100 per vehicle. And then it starts to phase out. In 2026 and 2027, that exemption is cut in half. The program is expected to benefit domestic brands that produce cheaper EVs rather than foreign automakers that sell more expensive models. And thanks to this extension, EV sales are expected to increase 30% next year, which is up from an estimated 15% gain this year. Toyota is using ChatGPT-like tech to help design cars. In the example that it provided, a designer or designers will first come up with an initial sketch or sketches, then ask the AI tech something like, show me futuristic sleek variations of my design while minimizing drag. It then spits out several iterations with varying levels of aerodynamic drag. And to make sure they're not overwhelmed by an infinite number of designs, team members will add in extra engineering constraints. Toyota recently amped up its pivot to EVs, and one of the ways it sees itself being successful is by speeding up the development and manufacturing of its vehicles. And by using AI and design, it's all about designing EVs faster and more efficiently. Speaking of Toyota... It's coming out with all-new versions of the luxury vans that it sells in Japan called the Velfire and Allfard. They're based on the same version of the TNGA platform as the Sienna minivan, but they come with radically different styling and much more upscale interiors. And I know we've shown some of the wild grills featured on these models in the past. And they continue with deep plunging grills, expressive side panels, and stylistic rear taillights. The driver gets a wraparound layered dashboard with a wood inlet set high and a large upright digital display. But the real treat is to sit in the second row captain chairs that are highly adjustable and come with a number of extra creature comforts. The luxury vans are launching with either a gas or hybrid powertrain, both of which come in two-wheel and all-wheel drive setups. The gas engine is a 2.4-liter turbo, while the hybrid is a 2.5-liter four-cylinder that combines to make nearly 250 horsepower. But Toyota says it will also add a plug-in hybrid version in the future. The Vel-Fire and Al-Fard go on sale today, and starting prices range between roughly $38,000 and $63,000. At Schaeffler, we pioneer motion. JLR is refreshing a couple of models in its lineup that share the same platform, the Discovery Sport and Range Rover Evoque. They both get mild exterior styling updates, which is highlighted by a new treatment around the front air curtains. The interior sees the biggest changes, with a larger infotainment screen, a new gear shifter design, and the HVAC controls are no longer separated out by themselves, which clears up space below the center screen. Both the Discovery Sport and the Evoque are powered by a range of gas and diesel mild hybrids, as well as a plug-in hybrid that combines a turbocharged 1.5-liter three-cylinder engine, an electric motor, and a nearly 15-kilowatt-hour battery pack. Thanks to a revised battery chemistry, it now offers 47 kilometers, or 29 miles, of real-world driving. Both are also on sale now in the U.K., The Evoke starts at just over 40,000 pounds, while the Discovery Sport starts right around 45,000. Cadillac teased the new electric Escalade that debuts in August, and not surprisingly, it's hard to get a good look at it in the teaser video. But Cadillac did share this image of the front end, which reveals an interesting lighting signature. Officially called the Escalade IQ, The model will be built at GM's Detroit Hamtramck plant. But that's all the details that Cadillac is sharing for now. Ford is launching its all-new Super Duty pickups today, and we were really impressed by some of its features. There's not enough time for us to cover all of them, but here's three pieces of tech that we think people that actually use their trucks as trucks will like. The first is what they call Hitch Assist, It can be a real hassle backing up a truck exactly to the ball of a trailer. So the Super Duty uses a rear camera, side radars, parking sensors, and a neural network algorithm to place the hitch right above the ball on the tongue of the trailer. All the driver has to do is put the truck in reverse, hold down a button on the dashboard, and let the truck do the rest. Saves a bunch of time of getting in and out of the truck if you don't have a spotter, and it's more accurate. Next up are onboard scales that help you position a load on a trailer for perfect balance. In this case, as a front end loader is positioned, the center screen lets the driver know when it's properly centered. And a vertical array of LEDs in the taillights lets the driver in the front end loader know when they've hit the sweet spot. And the same idea applies to how much weight can be loaded in the bed of the truck. The driver can watch the center screen or hit a button on the center screen to activate the taillights as weight indicators. And if you try and overload the bed, the taillights in the center screen let you know that's all it can take. And just so you know what the maximum payload is before you start tossing things in the bed, the maximum tonnage is shown in a graphic molded onto the top side of the bed. In this case, it's two and a half tons. There's so much about the new Super Duty that we'll have more in tomorrow's show. And you're not going to want to miss AutoLine After Hours coming up on Thursday. We'll have the CEO of CareSoft on the show. They tear down vehicles for benchmarking, and we bet you're shocked by some of their insights. But that's the end of this show. Thanks for joining us. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion. We want to know what drives your testing, OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing. Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data.